Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week in E-Town, we're going to revisit a show we recorded at E-Town Hall last July over the Rhine, David Huckfeldt, a strong achievement award, the Veterans Garden Project, and the finale is a John Prine song. So in these days when there's all kinds of concern about the health and efficacy of the post office, let's all remember that John Prine was a mailman, and as he was walking his route in Chicago, he wrote many of his classic songs. So the post office serves so many purposes, many of which we forget about. Here's E-Town. Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. It's E-Town with this week's guests from Minneapolis, Minnesota, David Huckfeld, Achievement Award winner Michelle Angela, and from Cincinnati, Ohio, Over the Rhine. I'm Helen Forster. Join me now in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Helen. Welcome to E-Town Hall. Um, I'm pretty sure you've heard the term sonic landscape before. It kind of makes sense until you actually think about it and you realize that it's actually the combining of these two different senses, like synesthesia. But this week, we're going to prove that it's actually real. We've got some artists who definitely infuse the sights and sounds of their creative spaces into their songs, and you can kind of tell. So uh, David Huckfeldt, a name that is maybe new to some of you, you may recognize his voice and his writing from uh, the band called The Pines. He went out to this crazy remote island in the middle of Lake Superior and wrote all this uh, amazing music for his new record. And you can kind of tell that he was out in this place where these songs came from, out in the wilderness and the wildlife. Uh, our first guests, who named themselves after a neighborhood, and then they created a kind of a landscape all their own on their, their old uh, farm where they're uh, restoring a barn and making a community center for artists and creative people, and they have a festival once a year, and they're kind of surrounded by the place that nurtures their own songwriting and their own creativity and their partnership as musical artists and also as husband and wife. And that's been going on for, I think, pretty close to 30 years now. So they're always making things. They're always telling personal stories, making uh, emotional connections, and they, too, are creating these kind of sonic landscapes. And you're about to find out all about it. So please help me welcome back to E-Town, Over the Rhine. Just like all, all the 
these broken angels All these tattered wings All these things come on Against the madness, like the fence line holds the fog at bay. It's gonna roll in anyway. Draw the curtain across heaven, cut the sky a cold coyote moon. Kills the season off too soon. Intersecting my night sky Just like all All these broken angels All these tattered wings All these things Come alive in me All these broken All these broken angels All these scary all these dreams are alive in me Over the Rhine, welcome back to E-Town. Thank you. So great to hear you. Karen, you're such a great singer. Uh, Linford, you're a great singer too, but you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm mostly in the try and not to mess it up department. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
So uh, welcome back. I want to congratulate you also on uh, kind of playing the long game in the world of music and performing and touring because it's yeah. much harder than people think. It to, is. To, to have a sustainable career in the arts is mm -hmm. really hard. Yeah, I, I think you got to be a little crazy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and every record represents a new challenge to sort of represent that piece of your evolution and your life and the things that have been changing. And mm -hmm. in this case, I know you got to work with a, kind of a dream team killer band, um, mm -hmm. including some mm -hmm. of our, our favorites, Jay, Jay mm -hmm. Belros and mm -hmm. Jennifer Condos and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Greg Lease. And, Gosh, you know, yeah. That's fun. Just doing it's that is fun. fun, right? When you're yeah. done making the record, it's like, wow, that was great. Yeah. When you get to work with people like that, it's so inspiring. You walk right. away with, you know, okay, I'm ready for the next. Let's do another one, you know. I, I think that's true of anybody in any craft or any art form or any sort of serious endeavor. Mm -hmm. You're always, there's always room to improve. There's always mm -hmm. opportunities to get better. Mm -hmm. And this record, uh, Love and Revelation, it's more than uh, just wistfulness in it. There's some real sense of loss in, mm -hmm. uh, in the records, like a theme. Yes, it's um, true. We've all lost friends along the way. Mm -hmm. We've lived long enough to be able to say that. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say that that's a thread running through the record? It absolutely is. And, um, and I often don't know where the song is leading me until I'm partway down the road. And oftentimes the song will change its meaning as the road goes along. Yeah. I had that happen with, um, with one of the songs on the record. I wrote a song called Given Road. I was grieving a very different situation. And then as my mother passed away not long ago, it became about her. Yeah. So now I sing that for her when I sing that in concert. So it's a living thing. Yeah. Hey, in case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. I'm here with Karen and, and Linford from Over the Rhine. You know, we, we talk about you guys being you know, in the long game of the music world, making a record, being your own record company, now in an age where we have a generation that doesn't really think you, you should pay for music, um, how do you adjust to a modern paradigm of being uh, vagabond music merchants? That's a great question. I think we're trying to become, you know, Nick and Helen. Uh, <laughs> we, we found an old 1870s barn, and uh, we look at what you built here, which is just... Incredible. Incredible. You're, you're, you know, you're one of the significant uh, musical couples in America. Yeah, what you guys have absolutely. done over decades. My goodness. Absolutely. Thank you. But we've uh, we've been taking a few notes, and uh, I don't know if people are going to keep buying CDs or not. So we uh, decided to have a bit of a barn raising, and we're trying to have sort of a creative home base in this beautiful old barn, which feels like standing inside of an old Martin guitar or something when you walk in and you see all that seasoned wood and some light streaming in. And, and we've got a little hideaway farm. We've been inviting people to sort of come to us. And uh, we do this mm -hmm. festival now once a year. And mm -hmm. it is a little bit more about community in yeah. this, at this stage of life. So As it should be. And I mean, that's yeah. ultimately the whole point, right? That's, that's really the whole point. As I, if, I'm, if I'm right, the festival is called Nowhere Else. Yes. Is that right? Nowhere Else Festival. Nowhere yeah. Else Festival. Mm -hmm. And um, people can find out about that on your website. And, yes. And yeah. Um, yeah, what are you doing next year? <laughs> I'm, I'm apparently going to be nowhere else. Uh, um, but you're really building a community that's not just about music. You're also inviting artists and, and poets and other uh, mm -hmm. people from different disciplines to, mm -hmm. to come together and create some kind of collaborative experience. Yeah, we've, we've traveled for 30 years now. And um, as we've traveled around, 
you know, we encounter amazing things, amazing people, amazing works of art, and we, I always want to bring it home and share it with my friends and my family. Oh, Ohio would love this. Ohio needs this. And uh, so we're doing that now. Well, good luck with that. We're going to come out and check okay. out your barn someday. Please All do. Right. All right. Meanwhile, okay. we've got a lot more music. Welcome back, if you would, Over the Rhine. Thank you. Thank you. you down Be the one who waits to come around Till after everything feels lost So lost it never can be found I don't want to see you fall
so much. Over the Rhine. Garen Bergquist, Linford Detweiler, along with very talented Bradley Minerding on the electric and acoustic guitars and vocals, and Dan Dorf on the keyboards. The record's called Love and Revelation, and they'll be back to play some more music later on in the show. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. You're listening to E-Town. Nick Forster, you're listening to E-Town. Over the Rhine is going to be back later on, play some more music, and coming up, uh, a great songwriter from Iowa, now living in Minneapolis, David Huckfeld is here. Um, before we get back to music, though, are you, I think you're ready for some good news, right? Every now and then, it's good to get some good news. In the midst of all our other uh, stuff that inundates our news feeds in whatever ways we get those things, but... Uh, we get to do this every week. We hear f- stories from people who are um, paying attention to things going on in their community. Uh, they notice something cool that's happening. They share that story with us, and then we get to pass that story on to you. Recognize these folks with the Achievement Award. And here comes Helen Forster to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. Listener nominator Vanessa Church of Chico, California, wants us to shine a light on two people this week, Michael Cannon and Michelle Angela, also of Chico. Now, Michelle is a mental health nurse at a local VA, where she began to notice that a lot of veterans were living isolated lives due to PTSD, depression, dependency on prescription drugs, and more. She also learned through doctors at the VA that many of the vets were deficient in vitamin D due to, in part, poor diets. Now, her friend Michael Cannon had for years organized an annual plant giveaway with plants grown in his own garden. So Michelle and Michael decided to team up and grow extra plants to offer to any vet who wanted them. When a dozen or so vets and their families showed up to claim plants, it felt like quite a success. And Michelle will explain why in a minute. Then a local nonprofit offered them a plot at a community garden to do more. So they reached out to ask if any vets wanted to help garden there. And while it evolved slowly, the Veterans Garden Project was born. Now, Michelle's here to tell us more, so please join me in welcoming one of this week's two Achievement Award winners, Michelle Angela of Chico, California. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Nick. Thank you. Helen mentioned you work at the VA. Is that like a big hospital or what's that? What's that like? Yeah, in Chico, we have a little outpatient clinic and we see several yeah. thousand throughout the year. So that's a couple hundred a month or something like that? Yes. Yeah. And so being a, a mental health nurse, you notice what these folks were struggling with. Right. Dealing with PTSD and all the things that come with, unfortunately, the residual of war. Yeah. And then uh, your friend Michael came up with an idea. Is that right? Yes. 
And then uh, Helen mentioned that when you first started, there were about a dozen vets showed up and were, wanted to participate in the in the project? I'm a civilian, Michael's a civilian, and so to have them filled trusting uh, when maybe we don't relate a lot to their military experience, but they took a little trust in us, and uh, I think they found a little bit of happiness and joy that they've been missing. Because they were getting their hands dirty, and they were digging in the dirt, and they were seeing things grow, or what was the reason? Yeah, you know, I, we were thinking about that, and I think it's just that seed, and then seeing the plants getting dirty, sun, camaraderie, yeah. and uh, I think, if anything, just watching the veteran uh, nurture something. And then uh, it kind of caught on. It grew a little bit, right? It sure did. As, as the plants did. <laughs> and you were offered a, a larger plot of land? Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, more veterans came out once they saw that there was something going on here. Oh, that's just what I was going to ask you about. So it became a kind of thing where it started small, but you built that trust over time, and then the, the, the veteran community got to see that this was working. They did, uh, and if anything, then a couple of the veterans got their own plots at the garden just because they felt like they would like to make their own signature, which was even more lovely. That's cool. Now, Helen also said something about vitamin D. So there's some vitamin D deficiency that comes from lack of sunlight as well as not great diet, right? Yes, and the psychiatry that uh, I work with, lots of times I do lab works just to kind of check in and see the holistic part of the veteran instead of just the uh, medication component. And so they found that uh, B12, vitamin D, lacking nourishment. They usually get a lot of caffeine, the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. And the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans get a lot of caffeine because they were exposed to Red Bull when they were in the service? Yeah, they used to get pallets, from my understanding. They would tell me that that's what they were delivered, and they would, you know, gizzer up. Well, actually, even stronger. The, oh. Yeah, the ones with a lot of caffeine. So, yes, a Red Bull and the equivalents. I think to keep them awake and, you know, be alert. Um, so they started getting uh, out in nature. They started getting out in, outdoors and getting their hands dirty and digging in the dirt and seeing things grow, and they started seeing each other. Yes. So they got some sunlight, and did that also translate into changing their diet? It did, and uh, we decided to help them, so we started showing them what, uh, maybe a little pesto on some squash or zucchini, uh, a little gazpacho, little things to help them remind uh, that it's just that you can eat very naturally and enjoy at the same time. Yeah. And, and it's ongoing, it's long-lasting, this is actually taking hold? Yeah. We actually now have two separate gardens and two greenhouses. So we've actually expanded, and now I've got some Iraq and Afghanistan veterans going to college, and they get work-study, and we're able to pay oh, wow. them. And then we bring all that produce into the VA lobbies. There's four separate lobbies. So we're looking at a lot of really, a little farmer's market in the, uh, in the lobby at the VA. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. We love the community component because we wanted to get them from not being isolated, integrated with the community. So that was really essential. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and now how many people have been through the program, do you think? Wow. We've affected several thousand with these plant giveaways, yeah. with them coming out to the community. Mm-hmm. We do this on Memorial Day and Veterans Day weekends. So it's year round. That's great. Are there any examples of vets who have cut down on the meds they need since they've changed their diets and they've gotten outside a little bit? Yeah, personal ones I've dealt with, the the Afghanistan and Iraq veterans, uh, what I noticed was when we got them involved, all of a sudden they were telling me they weren't taking their benzos or their opioids, and they were looking more at nutrition, more exercise. They started getting out and uh, little league coaching their children, and then all of a sudden it was really nice to see a lot of other things. They flourished. They got to blossom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and along the way, you've given away a lot of food, probably. We sure have. 
About over 80,000. 80,000 pounds of produce. That's a lot of produce. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, congratulations. That's so exciting. A lot of veterans. Well, a simple idea and uh, a beautiful concept. And and you experimented, you tried, and it's grown, and it's uh, it's made a difference in in thousands of people's lives already. And I can't thank you enough for you and Helen to uh, allow us this opportunity. No, it's a great story, and I hope a lot of people hear this and want to figure out ways that they can replicate this in other towns. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Michelle. Michelle Angela is the winner of this week's Achievement Award. Veterans Garden Project. Thanks, Michelle. Our thanks to listener nominator Vanessa Church of Chico, California, for this great story. She hears E-Town on KCHO, North State Public Radio. For our listeners, if you liked this interview with Michelle and Michael and Michelle's story, and you want to share it with a friend, you can find it on our website, etown.org. And you can send us your comments about the award segment or the show in general on Facebook or Twitter. You can also email us at info at etown.org Or you can write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, Michelle. It's a great story. We have more music coming up from Over the Rhine in just a little while. I'm going to tell you about what's coming up next, though. First, David Huckfelt is one of those musicians and songwriters who's been kind of wide open, listening and learning from everything he can get his hands on for a long time. He's a seeker, an explorer, who, who in another era was a theology student who wrote sermons and preached in prisons. He's a grandson who listens as his Iowa grandparents told stories after they were married for 64 years. He collects field recordings of Native Americans and moonshiners and ballad singers and tall tale tellers and And all the while, he's been finding uh, the connection, the thread that kind of brings all that stuff together. We met when he was here with his great band called The Pines a few years ago, and he's now got his first solo record out. And in order to create it, he went about as far away as you can in, in this country without leaving this country. It's Isle Royale, the largest island in the largest freshwater lake in the world, six hour boat ride from the mainland to this national park. It's really isolated, and he was, again, sort of wide open and able to write freely, unencumbered, the songs for his debut solo record, some of which we're about to hear. So please welcome to E-Town, David Huckfeld. Thank you so much. Let's see, last night at this time, I was uh, standing on a ginormous stage on the shore of Lake Superior in Duluth, Minnesota. And uh, long story short is that uh, I knew it was gonna be kind of tough to get here to Colorado on time, so I got a hold of Nick and I said, is there any chance I could, I know you have some great guitars, can I borrow a guitar? And he said, yes, of course he did. But that, that went so well, I was like, well, can I borrow you then? <laughs> So if you'll just welcome on the Wise and Born guitar, Mr. Nick Forrester with me tonight. So these are all songs from Stranger Angels, my new record. It's called The False True Love Blues.
days of old, in the days of gold, in the good old golden days. I left from Old Clay County with my head of forest blades. How to say it, who could know just how much was to lose? And the darkness before morning and the false to love. Started out to mending all the holes from sky to sky It takes a plan to make God laugh, a promise to make her cry You can dry your veil of tears with the scar tissue you choose Like a singing dust bowl with a false true love blue It's your missing that you're sure, sure you were old. So quickly separated like a fool from his gold. The better angels of our natures, they got some breaking news. And I'm afraid it doesn't look good. False true love of Her songbook all the day And if you want to practice being born Start without delay Cause everything you think you know Comes up just shy true You end up mumbling underneath your breath The false true love of blue Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know what you're thinking. I also borrowed his band. 
So please give it up. These guys are so terrific to play and learn these songs, the E-Tones.
Yes, the E-Tones, everybody. David Huckfeld, welcome to E-Town. Thank you for coming back on your own this time. Thank you so much, uh, Nick. Am I right that you grew up in Iowa, and, and did your grandparents help raise you a little bit? Yeah, they did. I grew up partly in a small town and partly in a smaller farm, a hobby farm. And so a hobby farm is where you, you're not relying on the income from the farm, but you still have a lot of stuff, and you still have chores and do work and raise animals and food and stuff. Yeah, I think it's for people who want to, you know, shoot cans and not get in trouble. And, uh, <laughs> and if you want to have a green barn instead of a red barn, you can just do it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and music? Did you have music in your upbringing? You know, we had a little music in the family. Mm -hmm. um, my, one of my uncles played guitar and gave me my first guitar. But it wasn't like we sat around and played. What we did was uh, we had this kind of secret society of mixtapes, cassette tapes. And actually, <clears throat> uh, the biggest proponent is here tonight. My uncle Jim is here. He would send me mixtapes, uh, and I was like the coolest six-year-old <laughs> probably in the state. You know? Wild. Um, and my mother, too, she had an enormous record collection. And I underestimated even how much she loved music because when I quit college, didn't have a job and said, I'm gonna play music, she said, you should. <laughs> oh, she must really like it. That's great, <laughs> yeah. And what about writing? Um, Were you into that as a young person too? Either writing songs or writing other things? I think honestly, it's like, uh, you know, I was writing poetry before I ever picked up a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So um, what led you to go out to this remote uh, island, Isle Royale, out in the middle of Lake Superior, and uh, isolate yourself so you could kind of just be alone with your, your uh, muse, your thoughts? I had this feeling that I had all these songs, the kind of songs that interested me, you can't really get to them on a Tuesday afternoon, like between, you know, yoga and happy hour. It's just, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So... Uh, I wanted to go deep with it, and I wanted to spend concentrated time, and I had two weeks, and I wrote 16 songs. Hmm. I have to say that you did bring those themes with you to this remote place, you know, because in your songs, on your record, there, you know, politics and greed and climate change and fear, all that was weaving through your creative process, you know, despite the remoteness of the place. Absolutely. In case you just joined us, you're listening to E-Town here with David Huckfeld. It makes me sound old-fashioned, I know, but I still play CDs. And I have a CD changer, you know, five-CD changer down in the basement studio where I learn songs and write stuff. And, and the Pines CD has been in that CD changer for a long time as a, a flavor and a mood choice that I can make, which is really rare. It's actually rare that anybody has a Pines CD. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, it means a lot because... Uh, for 10 years, we toured and recorded together and came time to take a break. And uh, so that means a lot that you still listen to that oh, thing. Yeah. I'd yeah. get you a new one if you want. <laughs> hey, I've got the vinyl too, actually. But uh, listen, you, I want to say that the, the spirit and the feeling and the emotion and the, the kind of range of sounds um, with the Pines and on your own projects and in your songwriting, there is that Native American connection. Yeah. And, and of course, Iowa being an indigenous word and being aware of that tradition and that history and being a person who's curious, it seems like that's always been a thread 
coursing through your creative life. Absolutely, yeah. It's a very novel concept, which is instead of talking over or ignoring or drowning out, you know, the first voices on this continent, we can be quiet and listen to the ways in which we could um, be stewards of our land. We could consider future generations. And, uh, and also, if you're in a jam in the modern world, nothing will get you out faster than going some very quiet place and sitting still and realizing that you're surrounded by spirits, you know? And you don't have to give them definitions like we in the West want to do, but uh, if we want to survive this present madness, we have to listen to the first voices uh, on this continent, the indigenous people, yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, we are also about to listen to uh, a not first voice, which is yours in just a minute. So we're going to get back to music. And I just want to thank you for coming back to be on E-Town. It's great to hear you. Great to hear these new songs. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank yeah. you so Thanks, much. David. Welcome back, if you would, Mr. David Huckfeld. Place to more music. Would you please welcome to the stage to sing some harmony vocals with me on this song, Helen Forst. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
my country showing its ass. Oh, it gets worse every day. And now the rich eat the poor. And for the privilege they pay. The wounded, then they hurdle the lame. They march up and down BS Mountain all day. What's best not believe even one word they say. Feel crazy again This time it won't go away I keep thinking about John Trudell And I wonder what he would say A lifetime of near it's one continuous mistake Then at just the right time You watch everything changed Not a minute too soon You see everything change You're not well, Sometimes you get love And sometimes you get God Sometimes you get love Sometimes you get God Sometimes you get love Thank you so much. Thanks to the E-Tones. That's David Huckfeld. The record is called Stranger Angels. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Along with the E-Tones, Chris Engelman, Ron Jolly, Steve Ivey on the drums this week, and Helen Forster singing backup. David Huckfeld. This portion of E-Town is made possible by Silk, the charter sponsor of Change the Course. The program was co-created with National Geographic to restore water in critically water-stressed ecosystems. You can learn more about Silk's commitment to the environment and to plant-based nutrition at silk.com. You're listening to E-Town.
Nick Forster. I want to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WAPS, The Summit in Akron, Ohio, on KBCO right down the road in Denver, Colorado, and on WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, Bloomington Community Radio. It's a great station in Bloomington. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay, so we're, we're, we've been to some places. We've covered a little ground already. We've been to the sonic landscapes from the wilds of Isle Royale in, uh, in remote Lake Superior to the community gardens in Chico, California, to the Ohio countryside in an old barn, and, and there's more to come. So please help me welcome back to E-Town, Over the Rhine.
to atone Neither one of us wanted things to end this way But one of us had to be gone Over the Rhine, Darren Bergquist on the vocals, acoustic guitars, Linford Deadweiler on the piano, acoustic guitars and vocals, Bradley Minerding on the electric and acoustic guitars and vocals, Dan Dorf on the keyboards. Their record is called Love and Revelation. We got time for one more song. And um, we decided that when we were thinking about uh, what song to play, we would look for a John Bryan song because we thought about great songwriters, right? And so we did the thing where we went back through his catalog and we're looking at all these old songs and we thought, well, wait a minute, his newest record is like the most amazing record in the world. Great song after great song. So we picked one of his newest songs this week here at E-Town. Um, I want to thank all our guests. Thanks again to uh, Michelle Angela and Michael Cannon, the Veterans Garden Project, our award winners from out in Chico, California, helping vets deal with their physical issues at, become part of a community. Thanks again to David Huckfeld from Minnesota. Thanks to the hardworking E-Tones and Helen Forster. Thanks to Over the Rhine. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. Summer's in, it's round the bend, just flying. The swimming suit on the line just drive I'll meet you there for our conversation hope I didn't ruin your whole vacation
Towns recorded at E-Town Hall and produced by our donor-supported nonprofit organization. To comment about the show, send us an email at info at etown.org or reach us on Twitter or Facebook. Distribution of E-Town is made possible by our family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you. stars hang out in bars just talking i still love that picture of us walking just like that old house we thought was haunted summers in came faster than we John Prine. Thanks over the Rhine. David Huckfeld. The E-Tones. Our engineers and volunteers, thank you so much for being part of this this week. We'll see you next time. This is a production of E-Town. That's E-Town this week. Thanks to Over the Rhine, David Huckfeld, our award winner, Michelle Angela. Thanks to John Prine for the finale. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.